Oh, we sang um, everywhere you go, always take the weather with you. <laughs> we did a lot of crowded house. Oh. <laughs> hey now, hey now. <laughs> I sang that really out of pitching. <laughs> Welcome to the Arts Village people. This is the podcast where the village highlights its upcoming events and showcases some artists and creators in our community. We are your hosts, Georgia Francis and Tara Prieto. Um, and welcome back. Woohoo! 2022. <laughs> a new series, a new year, new dawn, a new day, a new life. New virus. Nah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Please cut that off. Oh, that's there. <laughs> yeah it's been a while hope your holidays have been safe and good yeah it's been tough i'd say and yeah you'll find out more when we go into all of the updates Woo-hoo. but how was your holiday ate a lot i guess um mm. as typical filipino christmas celebrations go you watch any shrek yep of course i did <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shrek nah. <laughs> like the three movies <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how about you? It was all right. I did a lot of sleeping. Nice. Miss it, but fine. (laughs) Back at work. (laughs) Back in the grind. Over the break, after we had our last episode with Ange and Jill, we actually had a few few events going on um, Mm. that we didn't get to chat about on here. We had the unfortunate cancelling of Summer Festival, which was a sad, sad time. Very. But we tried our best, and with the help of our funders, Creative Community Scheme and Rotorua Trust, Mm We managed to put on two separate events in honor of Summer Festival. So we still had like community gatherings and fun times. We had the pop-up musical performances on the original date of Summerfest. Yeah. Um, where we had some pretty amazing artists come in and sing and put on a show for us all. Mm-hmm. Who did we have? Kahurangi Doos Green. Oh, uh, we had Te Al, Te Al Newton, um, Sabrina and Ian. Yeah. And ukulele group. Tr- ukulele group and the cool Trojan John Terehutuki. Yeah, that was so. It was nice to have just like kids running about, and mm-hmm. that was pretty sweet. And then we had a little holiday drop in. Um, the following weekend, we had Natasha Manuson come in. She's a new artist that we're working with. She's pretty sweet. That was really lovely. We kind of put bunting out in front of Herberts and Tash, told people how to make their own postcards, laid out all the supplies, and just did it. Yes, and that was a go at it. Yeah, the pictures were lovely. Yeah, it was really lovely. Just like everyone brought their babies. Mm. And stuff and it was nice just to have like them running about and that was pretty nice yeah we had the whole Haimana clan (laughs) (laughs) shout out to the Haimana clan (laughs) yeah and we also had um the 200 show over the holidays where we've seen just great works from our community of artists thank you again to all the artists who participated and keep creating um we always appreciate you coming through and um, showing support at our little lovely community space yeah it was a massive show mm. shame to take it all down but <laughs> we've still got some artworks that need to be picked up so if you bought one or if you submitted a work please come in and grab it because we have a small office yeah. And thanks to like all the groups who participated in that. We had like Nongata School, mm-hmm. kids from Lani Isles' art class. Yeah. And yeah, just like everyone in the community who gave it a go. And we might have something else towards the end of this year, but that's a big surprise. So Please keep your eyes and ears peeled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it won't be 200 show, but it'll be special. Yeah. I don't have the the numbers two and zero in it. Oh, such mystery. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, um, on to the sad news. We are gutted to announce the postponement of Art in the Park. <laughs> Deep sigh sound <laughs> effects. Yeah, we've been looking forward to Art in the Park, but um, with us, uh, Rotorua being in red light, it's just proven to be a bit difficult in the time that we've planned it. So we are going to announce a new date soon. Got advice from the council and um, kind of saw that it's not realistic that we'd be able mm. to do it. And so we're going to continue being in touch with the council and, and figure out new dates. And yeah. hopefully we definitely want... <laughs> we definitely want um, a market. <laughs> Yeah, it's this been year. a tough time. Yeah, and just um, even finding some more alternative ways to give space to our artists to sell their um, wares and works. Yeah, because that's been something we've been looking forward, but um, we have to keep the community safe as well. So I hope you also look forward to an announcement for the new dates. And ah, thank you for everyone who've been keep, uh, giving us like words of encouragement as well um we always appreciate it yeah, yeah. we're a little we're a little organization so yeah. we try our best <laughs> to do everything that we can and every time we have to do something like this it's, it's always like a dark cloud that comes over mm. us in the office but we we soldier on <laughs> yeah soldier on and yeah <laughs> And thank you to our funders for that as mm -hmm. well. Creative Communities and Rotary Trust again. They've been really supportive of us, like figuring things out and rearranging and doing whatever we can. It's good to have that kind of yeah. reassurance that we can change if we have to. Yeah. But anyway, can you play a sad sound effect, please? Like a sad violin sound. Funeral music <laughs> over the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that because I will do it. <laughs> Uh, no, but um, yeah, we'll keep being optimistic and we'll still plan ahead. Um, yeah, funner, funner, and more and more possible things yeah. and safe things for our community. Eh? Yeah, last thing we want is to be a super spreader. Yeah, no, we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, happier news. Mm -hmm. This whole little podcast has been previously recorded before this time. You might have noticed we haven't introduced any guests or anything. Mm -hmm. And that's because it is a recording, a live recording of the Open Studios Closing Showcase. Ooh. Um, this is the first in history of us recording the panel of, um, or even having a panel at, <laughs> at the end of our showcase. Um, so big ups to you, Georgia, for... <laughs> organizing this Ooh, uh, please clap along while you listen to this audio. <laughs> <laughs> this residency has been well special to me because it's my first one but mm -hmm. the group of artists i think are really Star, great yeah. we didn't get to um talk about it on here because it was after we finished the series but we had a connie parkinger mm -hmm. uh, kahudangi dues green and sean rivera and they were all real varied Akani has previously been on the podcast mm -hmm. which is not favoritism <laughs> but he's a great digital artist who a lot of his work is influenced by cartoons um, mm -hmm. and his pitch for the show and the residency was kind of an alternate Aotearoa like what if Europeans came at a later date or didn't colonize um, New Zealand mm -hmm. what if Captain Cook missed, missed the yeah. land along white cloud and just thought it was a cloud yeah. So it's this kind of alternate future that he's created um, with digital paintings and VR sculpted 3D works and kind of comic influenced pieces as well. And it's really sick. Yeah. Um, I suggest you all just come down and check it out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Over the residency, he did kind of basic drawing workshops, like how mm-hmm. to build up a character from scratch. He did a live stream mm-hmm. of one of them, and we have that on our Facebook page, and he has it on his Facebook page as well, archived. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't manage to come to any of his workshops, there's one for you. And you can pause it, do the little activities. Mm-hmm. And yeah, easy. Kahorangi Deuce Green is our youngest resident <laughs> ever. And she's so onto it. Um, she's a ringatoi and she focuses on Maori art. She's she's done some amazing uh, workshops over the residency. And um, I attended a few of them as well, which is very good. Now I have my own poi. Um, yeah, it was awesome seeing... Um, Rangatahi um, participate and actually lead um, arts programming this way. So yeah, her works are currently in art gallery as well. And we did one big piece um, with her, which was contributed by um, other community members. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was a proper, I think her residency was um, kind of everyone got involved. There was always lots of family around. Yeah, And I think that's something that we really want to continue towards in the yeah. village, especially like involving younger artists Mm. and people who are kind of learning their own yeah. voice mm. in the in the art world. The art world. And Sean Rivera. Sean Rivera was really different to the other two. Yeah. The other two, it's kind of uh, the progress of Māori art. Sean was really different, but mm. linked in with the rest. Yeah. And I know that, Tara, you had a personal connection to Sean's work. Yes. Um, so um, Sean is a Filipino Pakeha performing artist, and um, the the project that he put forward is called Waysian, and it mainly talks about how the history of the Philippines um, contributed to where Sean as a person or maybe even um, other mixed Filipino um, Kiwis happened to be here. So it's it's a story of Papa, but also a story of colonization and um, rage, rage flying outside your country, finding new lands as well. It was it was amazing. And I, I really enjoyed that. That show as well, it was uh, pretty close to my heart. And I'm just so stoked that we've got this kind of stories being told um, at the village as well. Yeah, because I think it really reaches a community that we don't get to reach mm, often. Mm. You know, there's a huge migrant community in Rotorua. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to reach out to them. So the exhibition is in all our galleries. We're currently printing off some stills of Sean's performance. <laughs> they will be up at some point we tried to film it didn't work but we do have an excellent sound recording so we're Mm going to see if we can put that on the podcast feed Mm -hmm. so you you can just listen and just imagine yeah and maybe sit in the gallery look at the stills and just feel like you're there yeah (laughs) but yeah his performance was a one night only type thing but you know if you're ever in um porneke and i'm sure that he will continue this performance and mm-hmm. kind of put it on more because it should be seen yeah. more as well yeah but yeah come down have a look and catch it on our feed if we upload it so the exhibition is called past present future obviously each artist is has really ruminated on the histories of the land and themselves and their whanau mm. and the work is a collision of the past present and future and that's the little tag um it's supported by Creative Community Scheme and Rotorua Trust. Yeah, get into it. <laughs> um, apart from that, um, I would like to do a quick little shout out to our um, creative well-being um, funders, Aotearoa Gaming Trust, Te Rakao Tupakari, and the Rotorua Trust. Um, we've been producing and creating art packs and collaborating with other community groups Um to create more creative well-being programming at the village. We've got some exciting 
projects lined up this year. And if you would like to get into it, um, if you would like an art pack, if you would like to collaborate, do contact me. Um, you can reach me at connect at artsvillage.org.nz. Thanks again, funders. Yeah. Woo. And thank you for the funders of this podcast. <laughs> Rotorist of the Cards Trust. <laughs> you know, the rest of the year, we're going to have a pretty exciting series that we have planned. That's what we did mm -hmm. in the time of. <laughs> um, you know, we can preview a few guests that we've got booked in so far. Mm -hmm. We have Mary Beth Akers. I'm sure that'll be a nice um, voice for you all to hear mm. um, what she's been up to in Christchurch and maybe a little nostalgia about her time here. But I'm sure it'll be more about yeah. the future. And we have got an exhibition podcast coming up. We have um, Hekete Kotahi, which will be opening in March. And we'll do an interview with um, Astrid, who is one of the organizers of the exhibition. And that, that expression has a really deep co-papa, so it's mm. going to be a real interesting chat. We also have Sierra Della... You say the name. <laughs> Sierra Della Croix. Yeah, and she will be talking about... Oh, I don't know if we can reveal it. Yeah, I don't know, eh? Something exciting Something for exciting. the community that is bubbling under and... Arts Village helping organize and it's going to be real cool. Yeah. It's color it's going to be colorful. Yeah. Fun and um queer. Wink wink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's everything. I mean, enjoy the panel recording. I haven't heard it yet, so I don't know if it might sound a bit chaotic, but it's live. Live. And <laughs> I th I think you'll get a lot of insight on the artists Mahi and their experiences and what's ahead of them. Yeah, it was a really good night and yeah. it was um good to actually like get people together and and celebrate these artists and mm. have a covid safe drink and yeah. <laughs> Watch a cool performance. Mm. Um, so congratulations again to our resident artists. And thank you for listening. And now we'll do our little end bit. Thank you all for coming tonight. Um, this is just the start of the evening. We've got a big old evening planned. So this is, will be our artist panel where um, we all start with a few questions and then we'll open up to the audience if you have anything you want to ask our wonderful artist. I'm Georgia Francis, I'm the activities coordinator, and I'm just gonna do a quick little introduction for our artists that we have here. Um, so this, these were our open studios summer residents, and we have a Connie Parkinger. Kahunangi Deuced Green. And Sean Rivera. <laughs> um, just to describe them a little bit, so Akoni Parkinger Sterling is an artist, photographer, and DJ who is heavily influenced by a childhood watching cartoons. His work at the village began as a meditation on what multiculture would look like if we did not have European intervention or colonization. Or maybe if it happened later on when Māori were given a chance to kind of really develop culture in this land and what Aotearoa would look like. Uh, you can see it all around us in this room, um, his amazing work. And over the residency, we saw Akoni bring mediums to the village that we hadn't had a chance to show here before. Um, like VR sculpting, he was in here uh, showing us how it goes, letting us try it out. Uh, 3D printing with his uh, wonderful murai over there and digital art and really embrace the online sphere with streaming as well. 
Um, Kahurangi Doos Green is our youngest ever artist resident at just 17. <laughs> so she can't drink tonight. Uh, she's the example of what we really wanted to do with the residency this year, which was nurture Rangatahi. And Kahu grew up on a marae, surrounded by art, and was entrenched in Mahi Toy. Uh, she chose to use this residency as a way of finding her own voice in this art form and helping to develop others. Kahu filled the village with family who... They will be arriving later on, en masse. Um, and laughter and music over the residency, which is what this place should be all the time. Um, Sean Dioneda Rivera yeah. uh, is a recent graduate of Toy Fakati and already prolific in the Wellington performing scene. He came to Rotorua to develop a show he has had in mind for a while, uh, Weijin. Influenced by his experience growing up by Rachel in a small town, Aotearoa, Weijin is a passionate, funny, and confrontational show that really resonates with our community and hopefully with the diaspora throughout the country. So, we'll give a little. <laughs> and I'll, I guess I'll start the panel now. Um, I'll just do a general question. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> Pretty good. Um, I think I'm. I'm tired at the moment because uh, it, it was a it was pretty taxing. So it was, it was quite a lot of work um, in a short amount of time. I didn't realize it was that crazy, but it's good. Yeah, it's always. I mean, even in the exhibitions that we have mm. year to run up to, today is the worst. Yeah, <laughs> but you were like up all night. Yeah, for two yeah, days. Yeah, 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 two days. I think it was just to get. I was trying to get mainly those things or that thing and that thing finished, but yeah, that's good. It's good. Kahu, how are you? Like, because this is obviously your first showing of art. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, officially. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited, but nervous to see how everyone. Um, like reacts to my work sort of because I will be standing by them <laughs> to like watch everyone's how they react to seeing it like please don't give it any dirty looks I'll be like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm doing all right for the most part we'll wait till they go past um, Sean <laughs> how are you I know that you've been rehearsing pretty hard lately yeah, I'm good. Yeah, just been cleaning up um, some of the parts of the show that aren't um, typically what I do. Um, yeah, I've definitely never made a show this chaotic or erratic or weird before, but I think that's kind of the beauty of it, is that it never really stops for anything or for anybody. Um, but yeah, feeling a little bit nervous running off three or four coffees, but, you know, I think, you know, that's just the way to do it at the moment. Um, and, yeah, I'm also excited to see what you all and what people think of it. Um, true. <laughs> so, yeah, feeling, feeling nervous but excited and, um, and grateful. Well, it's been really... Great to have all of you here, I think, especially because you're all so different. Um, <laughs> you know, like, it's it's different even having you guys in the building because, like, Kahu, you're, when you're working, 
you'll sit there, you'll play music, and people will come and visit and chat for ages. A Connie, you know, you sit there on your computer and project and everything. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then Sean, we'll have the doors closed and we'll just hear yelping every now and then. <laughs> um, so that always, you know, brings a bit of curious looks, but that's really what is an art gallery without it. But because um, you're also different, but I think this exhibition really has a through line of kind of personal histories. And I just wanted to ask, like, what of your personal histories did you bring to the work that you made in this? Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Um, I think it was, this is something I've always, like, wanted to do. And it's, it's something that's been on the side, but I've never really had the chance to be able to make stuff like this just because I'm, I'm a freelancer. I do art just that's what I do most of the time, but it's usually for other people, whereas this is for myself. So, yeah, that was my call. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> anybody else? Um, <laughs> my whole kaupapa of the residency was to find my own style before I went back to school and got chucked back into a real strict curriculum for Māori art. Mm. And so... Um, and you'll see that most of those pieces outside aren't all... They all have a theme to it and they all have similar meanings, but they, um, they're not the same. And that's really what I wanted to try and do. Because um, in school I stick to the same theme throughout the whole year and I never get to like branch out. So that was really, really cool for me to do here. Just um, have a proper space for me to do whatever I wanted with my art. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, well, my personal history, you know, just like all of us, isn't just defined by by my past, but by like the past of my tupuna and everybody who has, you know, lived so that I could be here. Um, and I think that's that came into the show in a stronger way than I thought, um, acknowledging the colonization of the Filipino people three times. Um, and <laughs> I guess just how uncomfortable that is and how much it's changed the course of our, of our history and kind of how that has all brought me here in its own absurd way, you know, all these different impacts and oppressions and suppressions and silencings have led to this show being made in the Rotorua Arts Village in 2022, which is really weird um, and cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kahu, I just wanted to zoom in on, like, what you said. Did you think you really um, kind of extended yourself with this? Like, obviously, you were able to have that freedom of doing what you wished. Mm-hmm you could but did that also kind of change in you like the way you work as well yeah (laughs) (laughs) um when I go to school and I um and I paint you know we only get an hour of of art class and so usually you show up and it's like the first five minutes are gone just getting there and then you have to set up and then you sort of have to get in your flow so here it was like I got here I 
got ready and I just painted for as long as I could and which was a really long time some days and it was it was really really cool just to see how long I could actually go without um eating drinking <laughs> sleeping <laughs> speaking to other people <laughs> and so it was um it was cool to see how much how much work I was getting done um and how um how the art started to look after I looked at it for so long um I realized that I had to like start four paintings at the same time so I wasn't like going crazy on one piece so um yeah I definitely <laughs> found some some things <laughs> that's good that's what we wanted um Sean like you mentioned you know the idea of just coming here I mean obviously you're you know you were a student in Wellington you're from Tokoroa um if there's one thing you would want the local community to take from your show what would you want that to be or uh, many things but you know um i guess maybe the main thing is i guess maybe the main thing is that most places that you go to um you are on stolen land so treat it with respect um and also don't be afraid to to laugh at yourself um yeah that's probably it we're on natifakawe <laughs> land mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'll broaden that question out to akani and kahu as well what do you want people to take away from your work because every work we have here on display has a really um significant message i think you first <laughs> oh no for sure uh, i i guess it's just another angle another perspective like uh hope hope they get the like the opportunity to look at my artwork and go oh okay that's pretty cool like that's a that's a different way to look at it um yeah i i think that was one of my goals as well was to also have Māori art viewed in a different way as well, not just like our tukutuku panels and our, mm. our like tikis and knives and stuff like that. I wanted it to be put in a, like a different light or a different way. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a hard way of like honouring tradition and mm. trying to yeah. build on that as well. Yeah, it's, it's that balance. Yeah. Have you thought of anything yet, Kahu? A little bit. <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, I really just want to want people to see, or for those of um, us who have seen a bit of Maori art, or just some, or maybe none at all, just to see something um, different. Because we think of Maori art and we think, you know, the normal black, red, and white koru patterns, or um, tamoko or kapaka, but I really wanted my art to be different. I wanted it to be um, to be my own and to be um, something that I developed um, myself, and that I think that no one really has done. I do take bits, you know, from our traditional um, patterns and stuff, but I really wanted it to be just different. So if you look at it and think, I've never seen that before, that is exactly what I'm going for. So, yeah. Um, 
this is for all of you, but um, how do you wish to kind of, and if you don't at all, to move on with these works? Like, do you want to continue kind of what you've developed here? Obviously, Sean, it's yours is definitely one that can adapt and grow and tour as well. But, um, yeah, have you guys thought about, like, how you really want to continue this? I think I always, like I said earlier, that this has always been like an idea at the back of my mind and I will do it every now and then, like between jobs that I get as a freelancer. Um, but I just, I didn't realise that until now, that like this is what I was actually doing. So it's, it's real cool. Yeah, I'll do that. I look forward to seeing more of it because it's sick. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your art's so cool. Um... Sorry, I just blanked out. What was the question? How do you want to continue this work? Um, well, hopefully I can go back to school and tell my art teacher that, no, I actually have something in mind this year and hopefully she'll <laughs> let me do it. If she doesn't, I'll just tweak it a little bit and, and still make it my own. But I really want um, this style to grow with me as I finish up school and get ready for you know, other things. Yeah. Yeah, I think the cool thing about this show is that unlike performances that were done at, at Toy Fakari, it's really bare bones. It's really just me and um, a Yui boom. Um, and that means that it can kind of be done anywhere, at any time, um, with the right permits. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, I think that leaves a lot of exciting potential for it to, you know, grow and get all these lights added to it and become this crazy epic or for it to stay, you know, really bare bones and um, be performed in, in spaces that aren't typically spaces where theatre performers occupy. Um, I think, yeah, it's, this work's really exciting me because I feel like I, I, could, I could do it anywhere. Hmm. Well, that's really interesting. And also, like, um, the idea of, you know, the change in your process. Obviously, you're, you've performed in um, performances that you've written mm -hmm. with your Flames musical. Yeah. And things that other people have written as well. And um, so was this kind of different building up this performance? Was it different to what you'd done in the past? Like, how was your usual process compared to this? Um, yeah, every process is different, but I think this process is really, really special because a lot of it, like I was alone, um, uh, and I've never really made a piece of work like solely by myself, a piece of theatre solely by myself. Um, and it wasn't until the last two weeks when Louise came in and started directing it and was like, this is bad, or this is pretty good. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it was really interesting to to be taking that flight alone and kind of just be figuring it out as it goes because it's hard to critique when when you're in it or when you're when you're in the middle of doing it um, and you kind of have to wait and step back and look at the whole picture and be like, oh okay, this is what needs to shift. Um, so yeah, it was definitely an experience that I was like, oh, I can do, I can like, I can actually do this like by myself. So yeah, it was, that was a that was a really mean experience here. Um, we've got like definitely a varied kind.
cast of artists here, obviously. And what I really want to know is, like, did... I know you weren't usually all in the room at the same time, but when you were, <laughs> did you find yourself kind of feeding off one another? Like, what was that dynamic I like? did. I did. I even uh, I got some of um, Kohi's prints. Oh. <laughs> Telling me what some quarry patterns meant, which was real cool. Yeah, uh, because I remember yeah. <laughs> um, sneak peek into the interview process. I can't even mention um, that... He was excited to work with Kahu because he didn't know much about like the tr- traditional yeah. Māori art. Do you find that? Are you gonna do that more in your life? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've still I've got like the prints printouts like on my wall at home. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hey, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. Do you reckon you'll get into <laughs> VR sculpting, Kahu? Oh, well, see, when we did the VR headset thingy, I was, like, punching these robot things. And it it was great. It was so cool. But, like, Aquanese work was really cool to, for me, doing, like, traditional Māori art and then thinking what our art would look like if we weren't colonised or if we were colonised later on. It's, like, um, it's just real different to think about because, you know, we're born storytellers so we could have you know um told our stories in so many other ways than what we already did um what we already did so thinking about you know futuristic maori korus and ponamu um armor was so cool and um and then of course like acting like i do kapahaka (laughs) but acting is like so different (laughs) so when like when sean was doing his bits it was like that's that's actually what you do at acting school and it was like just cool to have a look at yeah yeah I remember one session we were I think it was like one of the first sessions Louise was here we were in the studio um and Kahu was just painting over here and we were doing muscle and bone which is just where you can repeat movements across the space we were doing like these weird like gorilla movements across the across the room and then we were like chickens and then we were like birds and I was like fuck I was like oh, was like, oh my god it's <laughs> 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 it's really entertaining mm. yeah and uh, I always seem to miss Akoni yeah, on the I mean, days where I was in Akoni yeah. wasn't here um, but yeah every time I, I got to get a glimpse of Akoni's work I was like oh my gosh this is this is so cool especially because I've been getting really into a lot of comics and, and yes. you know, mediums <laughs> like that recently. And I was like, wow, this is, this is nuts. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's a shame you guys weren't in the room together because I really wanted to see, like, Sean's performance yeah. in the virtual <laughs> yeah. world. Yeah. I thought that would have been <laughs> just sick. Like, you, you could have just had this whole... Yeah, wow. you could have built. I could have been anything in there. Yeah, could have been a literal chicken in there. Yeah, mean. Um, those are the end of my questions, but I thought now we could open up to audience questions. I'm sure you have many, many, many things to ask. So, what was the highlight? Yes, what was the highlight of your residency? I think uh, for me it was the space. Definitely the space because it's nice to come and. Because I work from home generally, and then I've got distractions like my dog and my wife. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. 
um, that yeah, but it's it's quite nice coming in and being able to focus. Like that was the big thing for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have a proper highlight. The whole thing was just cool. It was cool to like come in and like you know come to work every day, and then <laughs> my work being painting. I think that was like. Yeah, dream, I think eh? it was it was cool. It's like a glimpse into what I want my career as an artist to look like. I have somewhere to go and I can go and, and paint and mm. get paid to paint and that's my life. So that was definitely, yeah, the space. I think a highlight for me was was um, a couple of the community workshops that I had because um, I could really feel that the medium that I work in was like quite out there and quite weird to get into. Like it's quite uncomfortable to to let loose and act like a kid. Um, but the opportunities where I had to, where I was able to do that with members of the community and just seeing them slowly over the two hours, like let loose and begin exploring more and begin feeling safer to act really stupid. It was like, oh man, this is like really cool. It's really cool to see people open up in ways that maybe they haven't opened up in for like a long time since they've had to have responsibilities. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I know that um, our director's uh, partner got very into <laughs> one of your workshops. Um, oh, the biggest smalls one, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kahu, Kahu, your workshops as well were definitely um, full um, of family. <laughs> but also I felt that, that worked also with what you were doing. Um, what did you take, did you take away anything from those workshops? Um, I took away one that my family is like always around me. <laughs> like, like they should have been at work or they should have been with their children <laughs> or, you know, but they, they take the time out for me and I... Absolutely loved that. Um, but I took from that, um, what I took from that was um, how just the, the things I find quite simple are, are, are hard for some people or the concept. I'm not calling anyone out, but like, <laughs> but you know, it was like a real um, cool thing to see people just take on board a whole um you know, a whole other culture or a whole other um, style of thinking. And, you know, we had artists, like we had Simon, who's a, he's a spray painter, he does big murals. And then he came to um, the Call Fi Fi one and Mance could be a Māori artist, like honestly. <laughs> I was like, what did I even teach you? I just showed you what to draw and he, and he did it. So it was cool to see, you know, people learn about it and then people just... Just go ahead and do it. So you do yeah. a razor taser laser collab <laughs> yeah. in town. Um, Okani, what about your workshops? I know that you yours focused on like basics of of yeah. character design, which are yeah, they were cool. Um, I think you forget how much you like uh, for me because it was, it was the teaching side of things. Like when yeah, I had a razor taser laser in the class. Like that was really cool. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you forget the amount of work that goes into to art, making art, and like you forget like the foundational stuff that, that a lot of people don't really understand. 
So I think that was the big, like, uh, kind of reinforcing my myself, I guess, and like, oh, I do know this. Like, so that that's always kind of cool for me to give. Yeah. Any more? Oh, Heidi. Was there any encouragement that you would give to other artists wanting to apply? And what extra support would have you wished for in this residency? And I'll, I'll open it up to all of you as well, because I'm curious. <laughs> uh, to help artists, I think. Actually, no. I've got to think about it. <laughs> so that was words of encouragement if they wanted to apply, eh? Yeah. You know, like Yes, if you're my age and you want to do it, yes, you do really want to do it. Um, well, just because kids my age, you know, everyone's like trying to look for a job or, you know, they all, they're wanting to do something with their lives or they're not quite sure. And as an artist, like I, in my heart, I know I want to go on to be an artist. But if you're like halfway there and you need an extra push, that's what this residency, it does. It gives you like another platform or it's like another stepping stone into your future. So um, my words of encouragement um, are to just do it. Like that's such a Nike, <laughs> like that's Nike, don't copyright me, but just do it. Yeah. And yeah. support wise, you, I was lucky enough to have my family and, um, and that was the best thing that I really um needed i just needed my family you might just need yourself or you know just need um certain people but i just needed to know that my family were backing me no matter how long i stayed here um or um, how late i came in they were just there for me so having a good support system is sort of the best support you could ask for um to add to that yep uh, oh, damn it. Did I forget it again? Oh, <laughs> um, yes, apply for it because it lets you explore an idea and ideas are good. Like, like if, you, if, you, if you're going to do something and try it out, like, you'll you either realise then or there, like, holy shit, this is a cool idea. Like, <laughs> I'm actually doing something pretty cool. Uh, and I think support-wise here... In my case specifically, I think it was just because I'm such a techie guy. Like I, I, I use VR, I use computers. I think that was the that was the big struggle for me was just lugging my gear and lugging it out. But that's that's me. That's it might not be for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I guess instead of a, a statement, more a question of like if if you're thinking about it, you know, what's stopping you? Um, yeah, there's really no reason why you shouldn't at least apply if you're thinking about it. Because I also believe that the best way to uh, strengthen your tools and you know strengthen what you've got in your toolkit as an artist is also to to teach it to other people. Um, because you know that's a really strong way of of strengthening your foundations and being like, okay, yeah, I do know what I'm doing. And I guess also the biggest thing I learned at um, at Twifakari is that no matter what stage of your career you're at, you're always going to have some kind of imposter syndrome 
you're always going to have moments where you ask yourself like, oh, you know, is this the thing I should be doing with my life? What am I doing? And everybody experiences that, even Brad Pitt. Um, no. So I guess it's just a matter of, I guess it's just a matter of, and my, um, a teacher at Tuifakari would always say this, faking it till you make it. Um, even in the moments where you feel like you really can't do it, faking it till you make it is uh, definitely a really viable option as a, as a creative in Aotearoa. Who would be your future dream collaboration after meeting the Rotorua community and, you know, artists like Razor Tazeliza, people like that, who would be your dream collaboration, whether that's artist or what community you want to reach next or continue to reach? Big question. Mm. Yeah. I think we, we do have a strong community here in Rotorua. Like, there are a lot of artists around. Um, and, I've, yeah, I've worked with a few of them, which has been real cool. Um, there's a guy, Jacob Chris, who he did like the big uh, Rudu painting in town. I worked with him on a couple of little projects. But I know there are a lot of, because I'm, I'm a hermit, I, I, I work in my cave at home. Um, but this was a good chance for me to kind of come out, like come out of my shell a bit. And I think that's more artists need to do that because mm. then you, that's where you get to meeting real cool people. I think my dream collaboration would to would be to have like 100 Asians from the Rotorua community all make a giant rage theater piece together. Only a hundred for now. Yeah, we'll see where it goes from there, but. Yeah, I guess just more activation of spaces and, and um, yeah, more people. It's just really cool when people, like, brush past the doors and they're like, oh, what's going on in there? Even that and seeing how people react and seeing how people engage with the work, that's a collaboration of a sense. And to be like, oh, okay, like, this resonates with you. Um, that's really cool. I think, yeah, my dream collaboration is just, I guess, more people flowing in and out. In a, you know, in that kind of sense. Um, I reckon my dream collaboration would be with other rangatahi from my own iwi, um, or just rangatahi in general within um, Rotorua, um, because I know there's so many of us who um, like only do it in school, or they don't see themselves having a, you know, a real career in it I mean you get told at school when you tell your teachers oh, I want to be an artist like oh well do you have a backup plan because they think you know it's not really going to get you anywhere in life but um and that puts a lot of people down but I'm quite set in my ways when it comes to what I want to do and I'm glad that I am because um, I've stayed um strong and wanting to be an artist and so it'd be really cool to help boost other rangatahi's um, confidence by, you know, having an amazing space like this and using it to have an exhibition to um, give all of us that exposure. Yeah. So collabing with my peeps. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any more questions? Ah. Um, 
<laughs> yes. Would you want to collaborate with the other funnel? <laughs> I just fit into that, eh? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> what, you guys can meet afterwards and sign a contract? <laughs> Um, but if that's all the questions that we have, and we'll be around all night, so you can chat one-on-one with these guys. But other than that, um, we have wine and nibbles, but you have to be sitting down in the cottage gallery or the cafe or in here um, and indulge, and we'll just have one more clap for our artists. Oh, uh, and we'd like to thank Rotoro Trust and Creative Communities E. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Follow our Instagram at The Arts Village, Rotoro Arts Village on Facebook, and theartsvillage.org.nz. Become a supporter of The Village on our website. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. It helps spread the word. We'd also like to thank Rotoro Civic Arts Trust for kindly funding this podcast. If you would like to be featured or know someone who you want to see featured, <laughs> let us know at activities at artsvillage.org.nz. This has been your host, Tara Prieto. And Georgia Francis. And this was produced by Joshua T. Davis. 2022! <laughs>